Hey, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, real estate investment trends, COVID-19. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for liking the podcast. Thanks for your comments. Um, really, uh, I've had a lot of fun over the last few months uh, with these Adam Talks podcasts. Just want to uh, make some uh, short announcements. I'm starting a new podcast called AdBits, which is a specific educational podcast on key topics on uh, various self-directed retirement and tax topics. Uh, so they're about anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes, specific educational information on a variety of self-directed and tax topics. So um, I'm excited about that. Launch that in mid-July. And then there's a third uh, podcast that I am starting uh, basically is going to be um, based off client emails and questions I get on, on self-directed retirement plans, tax planning, estate planning, things like that uh, regarding the retirement investment world. And uh, I got a suggestion from clients saying, hey, you should do a podcast that goes through and talks about um, your uh, responses to these questions because there's probably tons of other people out there that have similar questions and would, would be interested to get um, and hear your, your thoughts on, on the questions. So I'm going to do that. I'll probably launch that towards the end of July. Really focused on content. I've got it. tons of great feedback from all of you and all the listeners about uh, being hungry for more information um, and more um you know, knowledge in, in, on these important subjects. So I'm excited to be able to do that. Um, really uh, enjoy doing this. It's fun. It's it's light. And I uh, love uh, sharing the knowledge I have um, with all you uh, listeners out there. And hopefully you uh, will take some of that and use that in the right way so you can uh, generate uh, tons of retirement wealth uh, for you and your family down the road. I mean, that that's the whole part of this. It's the beauty of the retirement system. It works for all of us, no matter your religion, no matter your background, your skin color. Uh, it's based off simple math, deferral, compounded interest. Uh, it's, it's just a system that will work. And all we need to do is kind of play the game, start, open the account, put a lot of money in. And I don't even care where you invest it. You want to stay in stocks or equities, mutual funds. I don't really care uh, because over the 20, 30, 40 year period, as long as you can get anywhere from 7 to 10% return, which you should, then you're going to be rich. And we all can be rich. And it's it's a system I've talked about that can really change uh, all our lives for the better. So um, I'm excited about doing that. Just a, kind of a short announcement uh, about some upcoming podcasts. So today's topic, uh, I've been reading a lot lately and hearing from a lot of clients that over the last few weeks have really started looking for investment opportunities in suburbs. And the idea is that, hey, the COVID virus is not going away anytime quick. Um, we're in mid-July 2020, and we hope there's a vaccine in early 2021, but no guarantee. And, you know, it's going to take a while for life to get back to normal. What COVID's taught us in the uh, workforce is that, hey, we can do without a lot of human interaction on a daily basis. Businesses can still run. Things can still get done. Um Less traveling is probably is not um, something uh, that um, you know people will have a problem with. Uh, there's no need to to have a meeting for for every particular business decision. And people, uh, especially in big cities, 
are, are doing okay, not going to work and are very efficient. I uh, spoke to a bunch of friends who work in big corporations uh, from, from New York, Atlanta, Chicago, and LA, and they all feel super productive and efficient at home. They're actually all said they're working harder and that's where it's going. Um, so yeah, I think at some point we will get sick of our homes and our families and probably want to start going back to work, but um, it may uh, not be that way for all of us. And it may just be going in maybe two days a week or a day a week uh, and doing the rest from home. So I think um, this trend uh, of, of potential people moving out of the city, out of urban areas and more towards uh, suburbs or states with, with more value is, is at least short term a trend that will stick around. And it's if you're a real estate investor, it could be a very important trend, just like the 08-09 trend where the real estate market crashed. So many people made tons of money buying up uh, depressed homes, homes in foreclosure um, all over the country. And for the last 10 years, have really reaped those benefits. Um, I think this will be a similar trend, just in a, a different uh, context where uh, you're, you're not talking about just distressed properties and foreclosures, you're talking about looking for values in, in real estate in, in areas that um, the appreciation hasn't been as great as, as an urban center. So I did some bit of research for this podcast. Uh, I tried to. I actually did a little more research on this one because I wanted to kind of put some numbers together to, to share with all of you about what people have seen so far with the trend. And, and then I can throw in some personal anecdotes from friends of mine. But um, and this is from different sources online. Uh, this study said nearly a third of Americans are considering moving to less densely populated areas in the wake of the pandemic. And that's according to the Harris poll. Um, urbanites, 43% were twice as likely than suburban, 26%, and rural, 21% dwellers to have recently browsed a real estate website for homes and apartments to rent or buy. Um, so the survey showed that, which conducted among 2,000 U.S. adults from April 25th to 27th. So clearly more urbanites than uh, people in the suburbs are looking uh, at new homes and probably they're looking to get out of the city. Another interesting study, nearly 40% of U.S. adults living in urban areas indicated they would consider moving out of populated areas and towards rural areas compared to 29%. 43% of urbanites um, also said they browsed uh, the real, uh, real estate websites such as Zillow, Redfin, and Realtor. So again, that's that uh, study I just mentioned. So you're seeing a trend. Another study, 36% of searches on Redfin in May were exclusively for single-family homes, up from 28% a year earlier. Uh, since March, around 10,000 New Yorkers applied to change their address with the U.S. Postal Service. Uh, and move to Connecticut. So there's an article in the Wall Street Journal recently about Connecticut being a very hotbed because of uh, the fact that there are some beautiful areas, uh, lots of space, and very reasonable prices. Uh, not all areas, uh, obviously, like Sanford, Greenwich, or some areas are super expensive. There's also some other towns that are beautiful and are pretty well-priced. Uh, I remember uh, visiting a friend in, in an area in Connecticut, close to the city when I was living there, and I couldn't believe how beautiful the home was and the town was. And uh, considering the you know, price of the home my friend had, it seemed like a bargain. And, and those prices have, have stayed pretty low. Um, so Shark Tank investor Robert Hersovich said, said recently, last week, July, around July 10th, that he believes the coronavirus pandemic has shifted attitudes 
about city living, altering the dynamics of the real estate market for years ahead. It says one of the greatest moves to the suburbs from urban areas since the 1950s or the 60s. Um, he said Squawk Alley on CNBC. And he's just said that he moved out of LA into a suburban area. And he can tell, he said from a personal level, the area is on fire. So I've talked to a bunch of friends. My wife has some really close friends in New York City, and they're all gone. Um, one is New Jersey. One just moved to Connecticut, rented a home. So this is uh, real. This is happening. This is a huge shift. Um, yes, New York City people will come back. People want to go to shows on Broadway and shop on Fifth Avenue and eat in great restaurants and see the Empire State Building and uh, all those great things about New York, go to museums. But it may take some time and, and may not come back as, as in, in uh, the same proportion uh, as, as we all think. This, this, I do agree that there is a trend here. And if you're a real estate investor, trends are key. You want to get in on these trends. And that's what I've been speaking to a couple of my successful real estate clients throughout the country. And that's what they're seeing. Uh, they've looked at different markets um, close to um, Atlanta, close to Chicago, close to big cities where people are moving up. And it makes sense. Like I have an office in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, and um, believe it or not, people in South Dakota are taking the virus seriously, but their life hasn't been as impacted by the COVID as mine has in, in Dade County, Miami Beach, where um, we're you know close to lockdown again. Um, had you know, pretty much over 10,000 cases a day for the last few weeks. Death rates are high. ICUs are getting full. So I'm in a different place than um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which only has a population of about 175,000. Dade County's got about 2 million people. So yeah, I can understand why people in New York City or Miami or Chicago, Atlanta, LA are looking to move out and get a little bit more space, more land, um, still good schools. Um, yeah, you're not going to get some of the... Um, some of the benefits of urban life, such as you know the proximity to restaurants, museums, um, you know some of the cultural connections you're going to lose. But um, the idea, hey, uh, the next year and a half, two years, like I'm not going into New York City to the MoMA Museum, or I may not go to a Broadway play or uh, Madison Square Garden to see a Knicks game. Man, eh, I'm probably going to watch on TV. So that's what people are doing. Uh, I've spoken to a bunch of my friends in New York and LA and that's what they've talked about saying, Hey, yeah, I do want to come back to the city, but it's not happening. I'm in a small apartment or small home. It's super expensive. I can't take advantage of any of the great restaurants and shops and, and museums. So what's the point? I might as well move 30, 40 miles out of the city, get way more space, more land, have a nice home, cute little town, still some nice restaurants, shopping. I can always come back to the city if I want to, I'm working from home, which is you know, a very key point. Without the working from home element, then it becomes a major obstacle to live in a suburb uh, because of the travel, right? I, as a lawyer in New York City, I had a secretary that lived in Princeton, New Jersey. She would travel literally an hour and a half every day back and forth through trains to go home. Why? Because she made three times as much in the city if she went back uh, home in New Jersey to find a job as a legal um, paralegal secretary, she would have made a third of what she was making in the city. So she dealt with those you know, long, tedious commutes. Um, right now, if I told her, hey, you can work from home, make the same amount of money, 
she would be in heaven. So that's what's happening now. People are, are finding out that, hey, I could be successful at home. My employer is okay with the situation. Um, it's working. The business is still successful. We're doing things on Teams and Zoom, and um, we're still collaborating. We're still helping clients, and we're still growing. This is pretty good. This could work. Um, maybe, yeah, I'll go into the office once a week or twice a week. So I'll endure a 40-minute or two-hour commute, but it's once or twice a week. I can live with it. Look what I'm getting. Look at the value I'm getting in a suburb with a gorgeous home, back, big backyard, nice town. My kids can play soccer. Um, you know, it's more of, a, more of a community, and I don't have to deal with the commute. So I, I do think this trend is here. It's not going anywhere. So long as people are okay working from home, so long as the virus you know, is, is still um, you know, festering itself, um, this, this trend will, will occur. Um, and so if you are looking you know, at real estate, I, I do think you're going to see people move to try to find um, homes with three bedrooms, two baths to either rent to people exiting cities uh, and moving to the suburbs, like what happened in the 50s and 60s. Uh, I agree. I think this is going to be the next big trend where suburbia will keep expanding and city centers will um, you know, get smaller uh, temporarily. New York City, LA, Chicago, Atlanta, they're not going anywhere. Big cities are here to stay. People do um, want to live in them. Less do now, but, but they will come back. Um, but if you're a real estate investor looking to get value and are worried about the next two to four years of steady rental income and appreciation on your asset, then um, homes in, in suburbs uh, will work, uh, especially, um, you know, if, it, if it's a large home for a family next to school, a good school system. Uh, I think it's probably going to be a very popular investment for a lot of real estate investors. So just want to share those thoughts. I've, I've spoken to a bunch of friends, as I mentioned, and I kept hearing the same thing, like, we're out of the city, we're done. Uh, I'm not dealing with elevators and wiping down my hands, and I'm able to work from home. So what's the point of living in a 800 square foot apartment and paying $4,000 a month rent? Like, I can't even enjoy the, the bars, restaurants, museums, shops. What's the point? And that, this is not just New York City. I've heard this from people in, in LA and Chicago saying, um, this not being in the city during the pandemic was horrible. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't good for me or my family and, and I'm out of here and they're renting homes. So if you're a real estate investor and are able to find value outside a city in a, a good residential area, um, then it's probably a good opportunity because you will be able to rent that home out. Uh, you'll probably be able to get more than you would have six months ago because there is an exodus out of cities. So again, just kind of want to share my thoughts on Adam talks. That's the whole you know, idea of this podcast, I talk to hundreds of, uh, you know, self-directed investors a week. A lot of them are real estate people. And I like to share with all of you the trends I hear, um, what's going on. Uh, again, and I'm, I'm dealing generally with investors uh, that are sophisticated. Um, they're, most of them, you know, have a few hundred thousand bucks in their retirement account. They also have personal funds. And um, I would think most of my clients are super smart. Clearly, they... they are working with me, so they're, they're obviously smart. Um, but I, you, I talk to people from all over the country, so I get different uh, ideas and thoughts. And, and the trend the last two weeks were 
there are opportunities outside of the cities. I'm, I'm moving away my target um, searches for properties outside the city. I'm going to look at suburbs uh, and, and states that I may have not looked at, like you know Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota, states that have uh, low populations, uh, low unemployment, um, high, high uh, levels of education in the workforce, and, and there's lots of states out there, uh, like the three I mentioned, um, where, uh, and I include Montana, Wyoming, uh, even um, New Hampshire, Maine, where there are lots of opportunities uh, year-round to get rentals, um, good values, good properties, uh, where you're going to see people either from in the Midwest, people from Chicago, bigger cities moving more to uh, Nebraska, Indianapolis, South Dakota, Iowa. And then obviously like from New York, you're going to see people going to New Jersey, Connecticut, Westchester, um, and then Atlanta, you're going to see them in the suburbs and same with, with LA um, going maybe to even Utah, Arizona, or, or some uh, other parts of, of California. So anyways, I think this trend, we'll see how, how it shakes out. Hopefully COVID will, um, hopefully we'll get a vaccine soon and we'll get around this thing and we'll all get back to, to life again and, and enjoy seeing people in person. But I do think people will still stay at home. I can give you an example, like IRA Financial, our Miami office, uh, we all work remotely, um, 25 plus employees, um, not, literally not one person's in our office. And we've done great. We've been able to service our clients. Everyone's working super hard, probably harder than they were otherwise. Um, so Dakota, we've pretty much been full capacity. We, there was a few weeks where there was a shutdown because of a, a spike in viruses. Um, but we're still careful. We're probably you know, half the offices in rotating just for social distancing. Um, but some of my other offices in, in Fort Lauderdale and Orlando, um, same thing, we've been careful. Um, but I can tell you that the, the people, the team in South Dakota um, are, are certainly dealing with COVID a lot better than you know my team in New York or Miami or DC are doing um, because just it's just super, it's just safer out there. There's less people, um, they got more space. Um, so they're, they're in way better shape than, than people in big cities are. So I think we're all seeing that. We're seeing the big spikes. So in New York, we're seeing Miami, uh, California just shut down again, uh, Texas we saw. So um, this thing, we're going to have, um, I think, long, more, more long-term memories on COVID. It won't just be like 2021 comes around. We got a vaccine. Like, this never happened. I think this will stay with people. People will continue to work from home. People will still social distance to some degree um, and people will travel less um, for business. So uh, that means people will be more inclined to get value in a home and get more space and, and better schools and a bigger backyard and more value. So if I was a real estate investor, if I was looking to allocate some funds in real estate right now, that's where I would be looking. I'd be looking to get a home, at least three bedrooms, two baths. Um, where a family can move in and, and probably get a good uh, source of you know annual rental income from that property. So, Adam Bergman, um, again, thanks for uh, listening. Really appreciate the um, really really appreciate the support. Um, like the uh, podcast if you don't mind. It really helps. Just get a, an idea of you know what people are looking for. Uh, if you have a comment, leave it. Obviously, I, I read all the comments and try to respond. And um, if you haven't uh, subscribed, please do. Weekly podcast. And, and again, as I did announce, there's two more coming, two new, new series of podcasts. 
one called AdBits, which I just dropped, um, actually today just was the first one. Um, so starting mid-July and then the next one, which will um, be uh, centered around answering clients' questions on various self-directed retirement topics. So look out for those, they're, they're coming up and be safe, be healthy, um, and I will uh, talk to all you guys soon. Thanks again, be well.